Hey guys, welcome back to the show. And on today's episode, I've got another podcast host who is doing really well in the podcast industry in all areas that you can think of. And he's the host of Smoky Mirrors. Please welcome Jordan Jones to the show. Welcome, mate, to the show. Oh, Bailey, thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it. That's all right. So for people that don't know you or not heard of your show before, would you like to give them a rundown of what you do, how you got involved in the podcast industry and stuff like that? Sure. So, yeah, my my show is called The Smoky Mirror Podcast. Um, I got the name from The Four Agreements, and it's also like a double entendre with my nickname. My nickname is Smoke. Um, and so the whole reason I started Smoky Mirror Podcast was because I was listening to podcasts and learning a lot of really valuable information, and it really changed my perspective on life, and it made me feel like I could do things that I never thought I could do before. And I was learning all this information like, damn, I wish other people knew this information too, because the way it's affecting me has been really freeing. And so I I read this poor agreements. And when he talks about the smoky mirror, he's like, when I'm talking to other people, it's like I'm talking to myself and like I'm really looking in the mirror and all these differences like age, how we look and skin color, whatever. Those are really just, it's really just smoke. And in reality, we're all um, connected with our human experience. So we should treat other people like they're us. So I, that really resonated with me. And so I try to make content for myself, <laughs> like content that I, I would want uh, people to make for me. I'm making that for my audience. And then when I bring on guests, I can see that their perspectives and the things that they're experiencing are totally different from the things that I'm doing in my own life so I can learn from their life lessons and their like wins and losses can motivate me too so that's really the whole uh premise behind the Smoky Mirror podcast and um I'm really excited because I think there's a lot of uh power in having long conversations because you can really get to understand people and see where they're coming from and I think that in today's day and age there's a what a, an effort sounds bad, but like there's something dividing people and making the, making us really tribalistic. And so I wanted to make a, a podcast where I can bring on people who I disagree with, people who I don't like, people who are getting canceled and give them a chance to to speak. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm really trying to leave a positive impact. That's really what I'm all about is being positive and helping people. So that's really what I'm trying to do with the podcast. That's good. That's really good. And like some of the guests you've had on, like I talked to you before, like I've got some favorites that I've listened to and I really love the content, like the best and best. That was a great episode. And like you were saying before, that's the one that's the most popular as you'd expect and stuff. And then I remember a question that he said, and this was on your Instagram as well. And it was like, what does Scott smoke actually mean? So like, what does Scott actually mean? Cause I've, I've heard of it before, but I don't actually understand like, why you chose that as a name especially it's like instagram like name so if you don't know that's his actual name on instagram it's like scott that's that's what it starts off with so like yeah people that don't know what it means like would you like to tell us a little bit about how you came out with that name and why you that like why you kept that in your instagram and stuff sure so scud is actually um a clothing brand that i've started with my partner of mine and scud stands for spreading knowledge using tactics and then it also stands for the values of the brand, which is strength, knowledge, unity, and truth. And the impetus behind me starting the brand was I was a uh, middle school teacher. That's actually why I moved down to Miami, Florida. I'm from 
uh, Aurora, Illinois, originally. I went to school in Pittsburgh. So <laughs> for the Australia uh, listeners, this is going to be a nice little geography lesson <laughs> of America. But anyway, I moved down to Pittsburgh and I was at, or moved down to Miami and I was a teacher. And what I was realizing was like the students that I was teaching, they weren't really learning a lot from the school. Uh, <laughs> education here in America isn't the greatest, especially for people who live in like the inner city and uh, like low income areas. So I realized that they were getting information from like rappers, YouTube, you know, social media. And I wanted to make something that I could spread a positive message, but it would be in a way that's not corny or just overtly, oh, positivity, blah, blah, blah. Because for some reason, that's not cool. So I wanted to make something that's cool, but also positive. So we come up with scut because it sounds kind of like, oh, like, what is it? You know, it's a mystery. You have to really like ask about it. Um, and so the whole purpose behind scut is like, I'm big spreading knowledge using tactics. Like the whole purpose behind the podcast, like I do want to entertain, but I also want to inspire people. And I want people to uh, learn and like become better people based off of what they're watching. And so our logo or our, uh, our slogan is just be better because no matter what, like you can always be better. You can be a better son, be a better husband, be a better father, be a better writer, be a better podcaster, be a better human being. And we just yeah. want people to have a, a progressive mindset so that you can see more abundance in life versus uh, like lack. I think there's a lot of lack in the world. And so that's really what scut is it's my it's almost like a it's like our brand it's our like my team so then when i have scut.smoke it's just kind of like like a clan tag like i'm a gamer too i like the game so i'm treating my life kind of like it's a real video game because sometimes that's how i feel it's like jordan jones is like my avatar body but the real guy playing it i would say is smoke from the scut team so <laughs> i like to kind of have that little like alter ego um because yeah. it just it's just fun, and it also like helps me deal with being a, a human too. So yeah, that's what Scud is, and people should definitely check out the website www.scud.shop. It's a streetwear brand. That's like the the less uh, thoughtful version. It's a streetwear brand. We have a yeah. bunch of dope hats. We have hoodies. I can see some clothing behind you. I, I saw the clothing behind you. <laughs> Jackets. I have some hats too. Man, matter of fact, I should have. I should have bring one on, but yeah, we have a bunch of dope stuff. You can check out the the, the website, www.scut.shop. So. Yeah. Well, like you said, you were a middle school teacher. So what made you want to become like a podcast host? Like I know you said you listen to Jay Rogan and stuff. You're trying to be the black version of Jay Rogan. The yeah, better exactly. of him. Bring more entertainment and stuff, even though no one, in my opinion, no one would be ever as good as Jay Rogan on the podcast because he's just, he's just the OG person of the podcast industry. Like, he said guests on the people were like, holy shit, like, how has he got in touch with them? Like, you could, like, think he's like, because nowadays, like, you look at some of his past episodes, you looked at, like, Elon Musk, Kevin Hart, like, all these big influential Mark, people that are in the world that, like, inspire and influence younger generations like myself, like, 18 and stuff. And you're like, holy crap, like, he's actually doing so many things. He's also, like, a UFC commentator like he's got that as well like he's got so many like areas where he's able to show his podcasting like world and express it into like UFC and stuff as well as fighting and other industries like acting music businesses like he's connected with people like you probably wouldn't you probably wouldn't believe like he'd be able to connect with like it's it's unbelievable and, like I can say that with you like you're connecting with people that have 
are doing amazing things in the world. Like I can see your podcast is coming up and it's getting bigger. Mm. And it's like, it's like cool to see podcasts and stuff, especially from you. Like you used to be a middle school teacher and was like, I felt like the kids weren't really learning and stuff from me. So I was like, I may as well make something else of it to try and help and like teach people like me. Like I told you, I listened to your podcast and stuff to learn new things. Like it's really cool to see that. And like what, made you want to become like a podcast host was it because of joe rogan or something what podcast did you listen to that was like you know what i'd love to do something like this and try and motivate and inspire people to want to go after their dreams and stuff yeah so it was definitely joe rogan like his he's he was definitely like big inspiration in my life but then there was also a youtube channel called impact theory i've heard um, before with, yeah his name is tom billu and I really liked his story because, I mean, he was like a rich guy. Like, he started uh, Quest Nutrition and mm. sold it for, like, he got, like, $400 million. So he was he's already rich and loaded, but he wanted to come up with a, a theory on how to impact people. And so he brings on guests. He's like, all right, all these people are going to be teaching people how to, like, be the best human they can be type. So I kind of wanted to do similar things because, again, I, I've been listening to this podcast. I'm like, damn. They're getting these people on that are dropping like gems, like Dr. Joe Dispenza, like just so much great information. But I know people that I encounter on a day to day basis, they're not about to look into that shit. So I was like, man, like, how can I share this with other people? And I was like, man, like, I want to be able to make content, but I don't really know exactly where to start. Um, yeah. And so podcasting just kind of like fell. I don't know how, we, how I even picked up a mic, but. We, I've just always enjoyed talking and I've always enjoyed having deep kind of like real conversations. And I've noticed that people gravitate towards me and will tell me stuff because I'm like a good listener. So I was like, man, there's got to be a way that I can share these conversations I'm having because they're really good with other people. Because I could, I, while I'm listening, I'd be like, man, I, if I was a stranger and I heard these two people talking, I would be enlightened right now. Like, I'd be like, yeah. damn, this is interesting. So when I when I felt that spark, I'm like, all right, bet. Let me just try to figure it out. So I already had a mic because I kind of like I mentioned before, I was trying to like be a streamer on gaming. So <laughs> Twitch coming soon. Be 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 on the lookout for Twitch. But um, I had a mic, so I just I literally just started off with my mic, and then a girl that I met down here that I thought was cool, and we I had a really interesting conversation. And we just talked about like random stuff, like whatever was happening in pop culture we talked a little bit about like bbls and because like her her uncle was like a plastic surgeon so yeah. we just had a crazy conversation and then when I, I i realized i was enjoying the podcast and i was like oh well, let me just keep doing this so then i started booking the studio time i hated editing but then i realized how important it was so i was like fuck yeah. it if i'm gonna be a podcaster now i gotta be an editor so um yeah it really was just hearing other people it motivated me and it, the information that I got freed me where I was like, I had a bunch of limiting beliefs where I was like, oh, I'm not creative. I can't do this. I can't do that. Blah, blah, blah. But then I realized I was just made up stuff in my head that I learned when I was a child. <laughs> so I was like, man, how can I just get out of that? And so I wanted to be almost like a living testimony and get other people to be a testimony to say like, hey, chase your dreams, do <laughs> the things that you want to do, live a great life because you're in control. Yeah. And uh, I feel like a lot of people don't feel like they're in control. So yeah. um, that's how I got started. And now the goal is really just to to not stop. Like, I'm really in it for the long term. I always tell people, like, I'm trying to do this 
10, 20 years from now, I'm still doing the what I mean, like, you can't be going into a podcast, and I've heard a lot of people go do this as well. It's like doing YouTube and stuff. It's like this, they think it's like a get rich, get quick scheme that they can just do right. and post content, and it just happens like this. It just happens overnight. It doesn't happen like that. Like, if you're just doing that for that, like, you're not actually going to benefit from doing that. And, like, what I've learned from doing podcasting, like, this will be like the how many episodes I've done, like 20 something episodes like it's all about learning and hearing other people's stories and meeting new people like that's what i'm trying to do right now is meet new people make new connections hear their point of view and hear their life as well and like they come up like we're about to talk to after we've talked a little bit about podcasting and stuff and stuff like that but like hear that side of thing and then get to know them on a personal level before it's like when i first started podcasting was this the same with you i want to hear this from you but like when you first started podcasting did you just get in touch with people and then do content straight away because that's what I did when I first started doing my first couple of episodes. Like I got in touch with someone. I was like, oh, let's do this. And we literally did it the next day. I'm like, oh, that's the way I did it. But now that I've learned that you need to plan ahead, which I've been doing the last 10, 15 plus episodes I've been doing, it's like you have to plan and then you have to research on the guests and stuff before you actually get them on so you know a little bit about them and know them so the podcast or at least the episode will be good and you can actually know them a little bit better finding research is that what you started off doing or is it a little bit different when you first started i honestly started off with like people that i knew immediately that honestly maybe weren't like guests i would get on now but uh i was just trying to get started because i think the most important part is getting started versus you know, making sure everything is perfect and the lighting and the questions and all that. That's really not that important. Just getting started is important. So, yeah, I just started with random people that I knew, um, friends, some family, like mentors I had. I was doing um, meeting, uh, interviews on Zoom, too. And then um, now it's getting to the point where it's it's more like I do have to do a little bit of research. Like, oh, man, like what is this guy into? But I just had somebody on recently who... You know, we did a, a two-hour one, and I, I knew they were talking about finance, but I didn't know the specifics, but I was like, oh, this is a finance guy. I'll have him on. So that one wasn't too bad because I kind of got the gist of it. But for the most part, yeah, like I had – like literally the one I posted yesterday was like Black Travel Summit. I didn't know exactly what they were doing, but I got connected with them through some prior uh, guests on the podcast, and I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. Like I've never even heard of anything like this. Things that I've never heard of, I definitely want to get on the podcast because I know other people haven't heard of it too, you know. Yeah. So now I do have to prepare. I like I, I like to be able to ask questions that are insightful, especially with people who like might are like you might be able to find their uh, content elsewhere. It's like I want to be able to ask questions that nobody else is asking or things that are really like detailed. So yeah, yeah being prepared is definitely a big thing. And it's something that I will definitely take pride on as I get more and more guests that need uh, you to do your homework before you talk to them. Yeah, because like what I um like I said to you before, like I used to just message people that I was like, oh, I know of them. I'll just message them see if they can come on and stuff. And that's what I did with my first when I I was like I said to you, I my podcast used to be called the Bailey Runs Podcast before I changed it to the Merrill Show. It was based around runners. I used to just do that, so. I, got in touch with the athletes that I was interested in doing. I was like, all right, can we do a podcast like tomorrow or something? And then messages were quite brief. I don't even know how I got them to come on to actually, to be honest with you. It was very yeah. like, 
specific. I was like, oh, um, what did I say to them? It was like, hey, whatever the name was, uh, my name's Ben Morrell. I have a podcast. Would you be interested in coming on? That's literally all I said. And I, and they're, yeah. <laughs> I was like, because now looking back, I was like, damn, me doing that to like me, like messaging people that I'm getting on now, that message, I wouldn't even get a respond. <laughs> then I need a little bit more than that. Yeah, I definitely feel that. And it's been validating now that I have followers, people obviously respond a lot quicker. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I think when you get to a point where people want to be on your show, they'll be hitting you up. That's what I, that's been happening to me now. So I like that. And it helps because, like, I'm booking studio time, so you have to really plan ahead. And one thing that people should also know, kind of like you mentioned the get-rich-quick scheme, like, I've spent easily, like, more than, like, a couple thousand dollars on the podcast so far just from booking studio time and shit. <laughs> Probably at least, like, $2,000 in studio time. Maybe a little bit less than that, but yeah, like I paid a, I paid for studio time. I paid for people to come in, at least one person to get there in with, with me to do the cameras while I'm doing it, the recording. I pay them like 20 bucks an hour. So yeah, like it, you got to pay to play, but you got to also look at yourself as a business owner. Like I'm basically a multimedia mogul in the making. <laughs> the whole alliteration, check it out. Like uh, you got to, you got to spend money to, to play you get you know and you spend money to make money in the long yeah, run spend, spend money to yeah you have to take the risk because if you're not willing to take the risk you're never going to be able to take the risk so about the yeah. first it's, if you don't take that leap like leap of faith you will never ever do it like and so exactly. like, are you yeah. like we um you're actually going to get like once you start making a little bit more money on your podcast and stuff you're going to end up getting like a home studio and stuff so you get in-person guests as well rather than renting out a studio for the day and stuff like will that something you'll be interested in doing in the near future once you start making more money off podcasting and getting better and bigger and better guests yeah like i definitely want to get my own studio like I'm already trying to look, looking for ways i could get one um i'm looking for a good location you don't have to it doesn't have to be that big I pretty much know all the equipment I would need. So, yeah, I definitely want to get my own studio. That's going to just take the podcast to the next level. It already looks legit and professional, but I want to put my own customization and spin on it. Like, I want people to – it to be a whole experience when you walk in. I need to You're get, like, like – Oh, shit. Oh, shit. That's yeah, exactly like, yeah. Oh, damn. He's that's not right. – That's his shit. Exactly. doing bits like that. I want people to walk in and be like, God damn, bro. How would you get all this shit going? And I was like, hey, what? <laughs> Oh, I'm on that discussion, you know, the usual. <laughs> so yeah, that, that definitely um definitely plans for my own studio, like for sure. That's gotta be it's gotta be a must. Like it's yeah. going to happen. Well, you were talking about your clothing brand as well. Like, how did that come about? Um, how did you wanna why'd you want to make a clothing business and stuff? Because I can see some of the clothing and stuff you got behind you and hats that you that are not in the frame, but you've got I know you've got hats as well, but like what yeah. makes create a business like that as well as having this podcast being an, a middle school teacher after <laughs> becoming a podcast host a uh, business owner for this company as well as like yeah how did you like why did you want to become like make a business like that yeah so i actually had the the clothing brand first we started that in 2020 and that was mentioning that was from the my experience teaching i was like yeah i want to share a positive message but i want to do it in a way that's like creative so that people will be uh, interested in it. And I know like clothing and entertainment that has everybody's attention. Like people are always trying to be fashionable. People are always trying to be like 
look at me. This is a status symbol, like flex on each other. So I was like, how can I use that want to flex on people and look good and stand out for good? And like, oh, now I'm I'm wearing something with a message that represents positivity. That was the whole purpose of starting it. And um, it's actually how I got into podcasting, too, because we had a we call it the Scottcast. We have a podcast with the people part of the brand. And, um, you know, I was really enjoying podcasting with them. But I also, like I said, I had that Joe Rogan <laughs> ambition. So I just kind of started one on the side on my own. Um, but that's the little like symbol that you see me holding all the time. That's our, uh, our emblem. And the emblem is made from the Chinese symbol of wealth and prosperity. So it really is like a, a good luck charm. Like it brings good fortune and <laughs> like just good vibes. So I carry that shit everywhere with me um, as a reminder that like just to keep going, you know, and uh, obviously for branding too. So that's the whole purpose behind the brand. We literally just had Jake Paul wearing our hat. Um, so definitely check out Jake Paul's page right now. He's You'll see it on there. Like he posted some reels where he had it. He had it on his whole podcast. Like he was on the private jet with it. Like he was really on that shit. You're going to so. send me that clip. <laughs> I'll send you the clip. Like it's, it's dope, bro. Like he literally was wearing it for his whole podcast. Like it's like episode six. And it, the hat looks great on him. And I'm just like, damn, bro, like 20 million followers this dude has. Like, he just gave us hella free promos. So big shout out to Jake Paul. Like, he's another dude. He's like literally around my age. I'm 26. He's doing it big. And like, I, he's an inspiration. Like, I definitely want to be like on his level. So I got nothing but love and respect for him. And I appreciate him supporting the brand. So that's some real scut shit. And he's on some positive shit too. Like, he had a, he had haters call in. <laughs> he had a guy call in who was, you know, kind of hating on him, and he ended up giving him two thousand dollars at the end of the the conversation. I'm just like, yeah, like, that's some dope ass shit. That's something that I would want to do too. So, shout out to Jake Paul. Um, that's dope. But yeah, the clothing brand it's going up. It's like a passion project for sure. My partner, his name is uh, Justin. He's like our creative director when it comes to the fashion, but. I have uh, my own fashion. Oh, matter of fact, I'm wearing some shorts that I wore. I'm, I don't know if you'll be able to see, but I'm going to try to stand up anyway. See? Yeah, I got some new. I can see them. It's kind of blurry. Damn, but <laughs> we got a lot of new new stuff. People just have to go on the website uh, to check it out. Those shorts are sick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for running, you would love it because they literally are like, you know, like probably right above your knee type. It's perfect for running the gym, the beach, the boat. You know, I have we have some really cool stuff. So picking up them girls on the beach, you know, with the shorts, Oh yeah, man. I'm telling you right now. Like I said, I'm in Miami, so you know how we get down. Beautiful <laughs> women everywhere. Great, great weather. Yeah, it's lit. You gotta come, you gotta make a trip, man. You come to Miami, we'll get in the studio. Oh, for sure, man. We, we're gonna we're gonna get this happen, bro. We're gonna. I've got a lot of people that I'm, once I uh, am at once I start making a little bit of money, I'll be traveling to like UK, America, and stuff. And I'll be because I've got mates in America and UK because I've met through podcasting. And I'm like, bro, they keep messing with like, bro, you're gonna come over. You're gonna have so much fun when you come over. It's like, yeah, I know, but it's like the price, of the the actual amount to go overseas is a shit ton of money. <laughs> Oh, you know, we're not going anywhere. You can wait. You're still young, so you got time to to make some bread before you you trip over here. Yeah. Well, how old do you reckon I am? You said you were like 18, 19? 18, 18. Pretty young. So, I mean, that's dope. I think that's dope that you already started a podcast and something like this. 
talking to people in America, I have across the country. That's dope, you know. So, like I said, all I can say is keep going. You feel me? Like I definitely am like inspired by your passion. So that makes me want to work harder on my shit. And I love that you reached out to me too. So I'm glad we could connect. This is some real yeah. shit. Well, you you mentioned Jake Paul. Would he be someone you'd love to get on your podcast if you get the opportunity to? I mean, he's showing off your clothing and stuff. Are you gonna someday send him some clothing if he reaches out and stuff like Bro, when yeah. I get some more clothing, would that be something you'd want to do in the future if he if you actually get the opportunity to do something like that? Hell yeah. And honestly, like, I'm not a fighter, but I would even bother be like, yo, Jake Paul, let's get in the ring. Like, <laughs> I would know how to fight and fight Jake Paul. Dead ass. Like, <laughs> yes. Like, that's definitely something I want to do. Get him on the podcast. The fighting, I'm kind of joking, but not really, because that money is real. Um, but, like, no, I think, like I said, Jake Paul is a... a really interesting person i think he's actually pretty smart and insightful too despite you know some of the antics but i mean he's just having fun and entertaining like that's how that's why people tune in because he's entertaining so i definitely don't yeah. for that um yeah. and i really yeah I'm, i i think i can learn a lot from him so i am interested to talk to him too yeah well it's like amazing to see how uh jake and stuff because i know there's a lot of back and forth between J- Jake and KSI right now and stuff and his brother's in the middle of it, Logan, which is a bit weird situation for him. But, like, bro, they're going back and forth. I don't know. I'm not too sure about that fight, to be honest with you. I reckon it'll either go – it will be – it, either way, if one of them, say Jake beats KSI, his reputation goes down. If KSI beats Jake, the whole, his reputation goes down in boxing and everything else that he's built. It's like it's just building so much, like, hype – and then when it actually happens, it will literally it will either go one or two ways. Like I said, it will either go Jake's way or it will either go KSI's way. And either way, they both lose in some way. Yeah, I gotta do my due diligence because I honestly don't know much about KSI, but I do like the I kind of like the beef between them and Jake Paul. It's like, yeah, this is good for both of them because eventually when they do fight, it'll be a lot of hype. They get a lot of money. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's a good business move i don't have a uh, beef with anybody online but i have yeah like i see that ksi hates uh jake paul i know andrew tate hates logan paul so i definitely see the there's you know <laughs> it's a it's a it's a battlefield out there but no i think uh i think it'll be good and i'm i didn't know the world would turn out to be like a celebrity death match uh oh. kind of culture so that's why i'm like yo i need to start learning how to box and get yeah. into us jiu-jitsu and all that because soon that's gonna be the thing. Like <laughs> all the content creators are gonna be having a smackdown. <laughs> well, it's like there's so many things going on in the like industry right now and stuff, like for influencers and stuff. Like you've got boxing, you've got charity matches, you've got all these fundraisers they're doing and stuff, and boxing. That's literally the biggest of all of them right now for influencers, especially like everyone's trying to get involved in it. Like I think Jake's really helps with that as well. Cause like he's fought uh Tom Woodley, who's an ex MMA fighter. Um and Ben Affleck also uh ex UFC fighter like you've got all these fighters that are actually ex fighters versing him and he's like beating them and knocked them out like it's yeah. it's like it's funny because everyone's like oh it's fake it's fake but like brilliant footage like you can't you can't hate on what he's actually done like he's, he's actually shown up that he can actually beat these fighters and they're like oh they're all trash talking and stuff. Saying that they can, that you're not going to beat me. Like, you ain't, you ain't levels. Of, you aren't up to the level that I'm up to in fighting. Like, it's just funny to watch and stuff. It's, it's entertaining. I'll never see. You'll never see me in a boxing ring. No way. 
No, it's definitely entertaining, but no, I, I consider myself an athlete. I really believe I could do it, but I'm nowhere near as skilled as people who have been training. But at the same time, like I'm at, like I said, I can. Tra- if you give me some time, I could definitely train and fight. But right, right now, I'm more just talking on my ass because I don't have any kind of training. But um, I'm impressed by people who do do it, and it's also kind of embarrassing when people do it and get knocked out. <laughs> like I couldn't believe. Uh, uh, like when when Jake Paul first knocked out Nate Robinson, uh-huh. I thought that was hilarious, but also kind of humiliating. Um, so yeah, <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's like like that fighting. I don't know the whole industry is insane, and boxers aren't like it at all because you're watching these influencers that are making bigger pay like pay per views and their actual boxes and stuff, and you're like. <laughs> They're not even actual fighters. What are they doing? They're not fighting. Right. That's, that, that, I mean, that check is what I, why I want to want to fight. I'm like, dude, you're making so much money off of just yeah. the one fight. Like, yeah, that shit yeah. definitely worth it. It's just insane. Yeah, it's ridiculous to look at like he's like how much money he's earning each fight. He's making like twenty something millisney every fight. It'd be close to that, wouldn't it? So I think he yeah, made sixty, eighty mil last year. I think off his fights. I it's think. definitely tens of millions. I don't know exactly, but it's in the tens of millions for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Damn. Or growing up for you, growing up, we're going outside of podcasting now. Uh, growing up, um, how was life growing up for you? Like, what made you? Cause you said you were a middle school teacher. Like, you, that's what you were before this. Like, what did you? What made you want to become a middle school teacher? Like, after you finished high school and stuff. Like, did you like going to school and stuff? Like, did you have the right support? from family and friends like how was your come up as like we as a person of who you are now yeah so I grew up um really I would say comfortable I grew up in Aurora Illinois which is the second biggest city outside Chicago which is like the suburbs you know and um my dad actually played in the NFL and he yeah he played in the NFL so he lived in uh in Atlanta so I would travel back and forth between Illinois and Georgia just to um, like visit my dad um, and honestly like I really enjoyed growing up like I had a good I played sports you know I was pretty popular or whatever you know what I'm saying like my my life was good um, when I went to college though I was trying to I was majoring in business and you know it was kind of like easy ish like i had like three majors and you know i was like yeah you know school whatever i had an internship yeah okay whatever i didn't feel inspired like i was just kind of going through the motions in life up until that point and so when i was about to graduate and i didn't get the job i wanted i wanted to work at like uh i wanted to work at deloitte and be like a consultant you know yeah so i was like oh yeah sexy like that and i didn't get it so i was just kind of like dejected like man i don't want to take this regular job like even if it is paying really well uh i don't want to work it for all the like i'm sorry i just don't feel it was like a grocery store yeah so i was like what can i do to like kind of like i wouldn't say take a break but just not i don't want to get into business right now i want to do something else so i joined a program where they put you uh they let you become a teacher even though you didn't major in education and they put you in schools that need basically the most help so I joined that program because I wanted to to give back. I was like, man, you know, I learned a lot in college. I enjoyed my time. My life was good growing up. I'm 21 years old. I'm trying to figure out what I want to do with my life. So let me go ahead and basically volunteer because I never wanted to be a teacher. I know you get paid like pennies for being a teacher. I know it's stressful as hell. 
Um, but I wanted to to do it just to give back. So I, I learned a lot from my teaching experience and it changed my perspective on life because it made me more driven. Because like I said, I saw a lot of kind of like unfortunate situations from teaching based on the area that I was in. And for example, like more than 80% of the students that I was teaching were like two or more grade levels behind. And I was teaching math mm-hmm. and I had like, I mean, these kids are like 12, 13 years old and they can barely do like six times three, you know what I mean? Like five times four, like basic stuff. Yeah. I, was, I, I just thought that this was really like unacceptable. I'm like, There's no way I can live in a country where like this is acceptable. Like it, it doesn't seem like me and these kids are from the same country. Yeah. You know, like that's, it was really bizarre to me. So um, that teaching experience made me enjoy the, I actually enjoy making connections with young people because they're really impressionable and I want to see them thrive. But it also kind of showed me that there's a lot of institutional things that are, aren't going to change anytime soon. Or yeah. So we have to come up with creative ways to impact people on a big scale with maybe without bureaucracy. So um, that's, again, it kept inspiring me to do SCUT. It kept inspiring me to make a podcast. Um, but I also really see young people as the future and that, that those are people that we need to be investing in. Um, so I also want to be like an advocate for them as well. And I actually, my job right now, I still have a day job. I'm not making money off the podcasts yet. Well, I'm making money, but not enough to quit my job. I still work in education. I work to help schools make better partnerships with their families, because I think the family unit needs to be communicating more with the school and working together to raise the students. So Um, I think kids of the future, again, that's why I'm making clothes, why I have a podcast, like I'm making things that will last for a long time, all the younger generation to pick it up, get a positive message and become the best version of themselves because I see myself and everybody else. So it's like, if I can help all these other people be their best, it's like I'm helping myself be my best. So I believe that wholeheartedly and uh, the kids are the future. So we have to invest in them. Yeah, I actually do believe in that actually, because like everyone, especially like nowadays, because um, if you don't teach kids, because of how like lucky our generation is, like my generation, like eighteen and under, like how lucky we are, like because you didn't grow up with a mobile phone and stuff, did you? And like technology like that. Not like, really. Yeah, I really like, got it like later in high school is when I think I got my first yeah. iPhone. See, like nowadays, like you could. Year fours and under, like it's like seven have phones, like they all have phones at like seven, and like that's like thinking back, you're like that's probably why a lot of like education, especially students, are not doing as well because they're so focused on devices like this, like mobile phones and stuff, and because of YouTube and stuff now, because how big that is, and movies and Netflix and how easy it is to watch stuff. Like it's, yeah. I reckon it's literally change the way that kids think in how they should actually live and stuff and like how they because um they don't i reckon a lot of kids nowadays don't reckon schools that important nowadays because there's like there's so many ways you can get into like other stuff that you want to do like if you want to become a youtuber you can literally start a youtube channel and just create content if you want to become like tiktok like that's popular now that you can come start making popular videos and you can blow it like that and start making money like there's so many different ways you can make money nowadays and a lot of kids nowadays, I don't feel like they are getting the best out of education. And that's because of mobile devices and how advanced technology has gotten. And it's going to get a lot better, even past, like, 
me and you were alive. Like technology is gonna be so out of this world by the time by the time we're like on our deathbed. Like it's gonna be so <laughs> it's gonna be so different looking at back. Like, at, like because I got my first phone in year seven, so I was twelve when I got my first phone, and like that that's young for a phone because like nowadays because you can just you can talk to anyone you want on. On your phone, it's like it's so easy to interact with people nowadays and make money and stuff because it's all like Bitcoin and that, like that's all online. Like, and especially right. younger kids, like all the younger kids that are younger than me know how to do Bitcoin and stuff because they research that stuff rather than doing schoolwork. And they're like, oh, this is how you make money, and then you lose money, and then you make more money. It's like there's so many different ways nowadays that kids are not really focusing on school, and I feel like what you're doing and helping other kids out and stuff like outside of doing podcasting is like a really good way and help them help kids grow up like with the right education and stuff and teach them the right things. So then when they get to like 18 my age, they know what life is actually going to be when they start using technology more often. Yeah. I mean, I think the internet technology, that shit is all really empowering and can be really liberating and, and let people pursue the life they want to live but they i just want to get a message like do the things that you want to do not because of money but because it gives you a sense of satisfaction and you enjoy doing it because you know doing things for money can only get you so far eventually you'll be like this isn't doing this i don't like this i'm just getting rich off it you know you don't want to get you don't want to be a slave to your occupation or the things that you're doing you want to enjoy it you know <laughs> Um, and it's like with the internet, you can learn anything. You can get any information you want. What are you using it for? So, you know, I think TikTok and everything can be great, but I also feel like it's really like dumbing us down, shortening our attention span and getting people, rewarding people for things that I wouldn't, I think frivolous might be the best word, but it's just like things that aren't really, like you're just a hot chick. Like that's why you're getting followers or you're just talking shit on the internet like that's why people, yeah. you're just like you're dunking on women like you know what I'm saying? like there's it's just a lot of uh almost like a microwave like let me stick it in get rich quick kind of do shit that's not really adding value but i yeah. just want to get it done. um so yeah i would just tell people try to stand out from the crowd don't do things just for attention do things because you want to add value to the world and you'll see a, a shift in your production um so yeah young people Stay motivated. Stay on the internet too. The internet is great. We got to stop the censorship too. The censorship is getting kind of crazy. I do believe that there's like a agenda to get more, like get everybody on the same page. Like, oh, we don't want people saying anything outside of this right here. You say things outside of this, you get silenced. I think that's a mistake. Yeah. I think serious adult society would allow you to kind of voice, like, have free speech. I mean. You know, there's certain things you can say, like, oh, you can't make threats and this and that. Like, okay, I definitely feel that. But on a general tip, like, you should be able to say whatever you want and people can take it and judge you for it or and make their own uh, decisions. But to for the government to say, oh, Jordan, you can't hear that because uh, Andrew Tate's a bad boy. So, so we're going to take his shit off the internet. Like, no, that's so childish. And I hate that energy because, like, you're not my mom. You're not my dad. Like... Yeah. There's some people in suits telling me what I can and can't listen to. So yeah. I really hate that. And as somebody who's entering into the the internet arena, I definitely want to put my flag on the free speech side. So 
for the record, that's where I stand on that. It's good. It's really good. But I agree with you. Like everyone, should, everyone has a voice. You can listen to them. You don't have to listen to them if you don't want it. Like it's your choice. Like at the end of the day, if you want to listen to them and agree with some of the stuff they say, you can agree with them. But if you don't agree with half the stuff, you still listen to them. Like, what are you doing? Like you still want to listen to him. Like Andrew Tate. Like you, I'm getting the vibe. That's what you're relating to with free speech and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I was like, he's like the latest version of people getting kicked off, and I was like, oh. again, looking into it because I'm like. I never really knew a whole lot about Andrew Tate. I've seen him everywhere on the internet. I'm like, why are they blasting this dude in my face? I'm like, if anything, yeah. the social media companies are, are the ones to blame. But when I listen to I listen to his um, podcast on Valuetainment, um, which is another like podcast. It was a four-hour interview that they did with him. And when I'm listening to it, I'm like, wow, there's a lot of good things in here that I wish more people would like hear about, you know, because I think there's topics in here and things that he's saying that make a lot of sense. And I even tried to post one of them because I want to see how it would do. I'm like, all right, Andrew Tate is banned. Like, is everything? If I if I play it, is that shit going to be banned too? Yeah. And I noticed that, like, yeah, those things got a lot less engagement. The clip that I posted also got taken down off of TikTok and YouTube for, like, hate speech, which is really strange because in that, he was basically defending um, something that he said about, uh, like, rape. Yeah, and it wasn't a hate speech or anything like that at all, but they banned it like that. So, I mean, I don't know. I think it's kind of a again. It's like I'm an adult, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm a grown ass man. How are people going to tell me what I can and can't listen to? Um, and I think there should always be a room for like redemption and retribution. Like, all right, yo, we have to we can say, hey, look, Tate, like you got a lot of followers. You need to be a little bit more responsible with how you're messaging things. Yeah. He even said, like, I like I definitely could have done that, you know. And it's like, yeah, like. Give people a chance to, to correct themselves and tighten up. So that's all I feel. Yeah, it's really good. And like it's just it's hard to believe like people like that, like you said, free speech, like how easy it is. If someone like on the on TikTok or something doesn't like what you're saying, they can ban they can put saying something like this was um this she didn't she or he didn't like the uh what was said in this and they can put a complaint in. And if they agree with her, then you could just get cut off the internet just like that. It's just yeah, like, that's crazy. Yeah, it's like I mean I understand from both point of views of like why a lot of people did end up hating him. I didn't really listen to him that much, but I knew of him. If that made sense, but like I understood, yeah, exactly. I understood both sides of the story. Like you can understand like men because like young kids. I understand like a lot of parents were because young kids were doing a lot of shit that he uh, he said, which probably isn't right for, like, a young kid to be doing it, but yes. But, like, another point of it was, like, a lot of his, a lot of what he said wasn't entirely incorrect. Like, he was just saying what he believed in and, like, what he felt was the right thing to do. Like, you can't take someone's voice away. Like, I don't see the point yeah. of that. I'm saying, yeah, it was probably, probably made the world a better place with him off the internet. I'm not saying it is or isn't a better place. I'm just saying a lot of people probably feel like once he was off the internet, everything went with him. But there was still clips getting posted on TikTok about him. Like, you can't take someone with that much power and stuff and that much, like, how clear and entertaining his voice is and stuff and what he believes in. You can't take that away because people still want to post that. Like, right. his content's going to be around for years. Like, even past this whole situation that he's gone through right now, it's still going to be around for years. And it's like, you can't really do anything about it, like, at all. 
I think he has kind of him. There's another guy. His name is Kevin Samuels. R.I.P. This guy's dead. Um, but they're like both of them. They kind of point out a, a a market or maybe a an appetite from young men that want to kind of get a, a new message or a new perspective, which I think is interesting because you don't really hear about men and men's issues or just like what men got going on or like just looking at things like, oh, I could see how they feel. You know, I do think, you know, we, we're in a feminist movement or era where, you know, everything wants to be really pro-feminine, which I'm all for. I got three younger sisters. So like, you know, definitely I want to empower women, but we should empower men too. You know what I'm saying? It's not just, a, oh, let's empower women. Men are the problem. You're all trash. Like, mm. I think a lot of men feel some kind of way about that and that's why Andrew Tate and all these people are getting really popular because men feel like left out nobody's really speaking up for them so um I definitely want to be able to to help in that regard I think there's a way that you can present that kind of information those ideas in a way that's not inflammatory but at the same time like that's what gets all the attention and all those followers like he's not getting millions and millions of followers if he's not dunking on people and you know getting those like viral clips so you know there's like a there's a give and take with everything um but for me when i'm making content it's like i'm thinking about holistically like how do i want everybody to feel because i want young men to be the best that they can be but i also want young women to feel protected and empowered too so i'm not just going to be dunking on people at the expense um to 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 bring up another group um but still, free speech, we got to we gotta maintain that yeah. no matter what. Yeah. Well, like everyone has the right to speak. Like it's in everyone knows how to speak. Everyone should have a right to speak and say what they believe in. Like you can't yeah. set that away. It's like if I say something like I reckon that I don't believe this, but I reckon, say I say I believe school should finish halfway through the year, right? That's my opinion. You don't have to agree with me. But, like, if someone else didn't like what I said, you could then just get kicked if they agreed with you. Like, a lot right. of Oh, that's hate speech. You hate you hate people who do the whole school year. Is that what you're saying? Like, oh, ban them off. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But the where that, where that leads is, you know, we just had a whole pandemic or whatever. Like, we won't – people won't be able to communicate with other countries. People won't be able to say how – like, their personal experience. The next time something like this happens – that's not going to be good. Like we don't want to give away our, our freedom for more safety, especially not on the internet. Like what? No one's punching me up my up the screen of my phone. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not real danger or violence. Like I don't need you to protect me from that. I just need you to worry about getting me clean water. Like we have a, we have a city or we have a state in uh, America. It's called uh, Mississippi. And the capital of that state is Jackson. And they don't have clean water. Like America, you're thinking, oh my God, they have so much money and you know, there's billions of dollars in Ukraine, great. But we don't even have uh, like clean water in our cities. You feel me? Why would I give these same people who are showing how incompetent they are the power to dictate what I see and watch and hear online? Like <laughs> these people aren't God, they're not anything special. Like they're just people who put on their pants one leg at a time, like me. There's no difference between them and me. I can make my own decisions as a uh, a human being to say, like, this, this is what I'm going to listen to. This is how I feel about it. I don't care what you think. So, yeah, I, I'm 100%. You know, I'm Americans, we're all 
freedom, baby. <laughs> and, and yeah, I'm 100% on that. Yeah. Australia is like, we, we're actually quite a good country compared to like America because the way you're speaking right now, America sounds not, it sounds like okay, but like a lot of people sound like America's on the top of the country. Like this is the best country in the world and stuff. But like we've got other countries and stuff. Like Australia is not that bad compared to other countries because we're like very lucky and we may not be involved in the war. We may not have that as much power that American or those other countries have, but we're our own and like we have the right supplies to keep us alive and stuff like and like like you said like other states in america like mississippi um they i don't understand how you don't have clean water like that's the capital of the the city they don't have clean water it's just it just goes to show people don't care um they're negligent I mean, they don't have water, but they literally gave Brett Favre like millions of dollars to make a volleyball stadium for his daughter. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of corruption in American politics and leadership, which um, most people don't know about because we don't they don't do any kind of like independent research. They don't look into it or 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 anything. But the more you pay attention, the more corruption you realize you realize. And it's like, all right, how can I counter that as a as a person, like I can get more personal freedom. That's it. I, I can just make sure that I don't give away all my rights to people who I know don't have my best interest in mind. And I know they don't have my best interest in mind because I just look at the things that they do. I don't need to worry about what you say. I'm just going to see what you do because people act on things that they believe. So if I believed you were important, I would make sure you have clean water. <laughs> and if I really cared about the people in my country, I would make sure they had clean water. So that's how I feel. And Anybody in the government wants to get on my podcast and to talk about it, I would definitely love to hear it. You know, we're getting, I actually we're getting, had a guy. We get canceled, mate. That podcast, if you get oh, part of the government, that's really how we look. yeah. Oh, you question the government? Oh, canceled, banned. Before I even get started, that was just because that was like, um, you know, Nelk, um, the YouTube channel Nelk. They yeah. did a podcast with Donald Trump, and within a few minutes, that got taken down because of what he said and stuff. No, and I think that's just crazy because it's like, bro, like that's the biggest. I would, I would get President Trump on my podcast in a heartbeat. Like, I would absolutely love... First of all, I am interested just to talk to him. Like, bro, what the hell? But, like, from a business standpoint, like, that is huge. Yeah. And the fact that they just deleted it, like, I, I felt bad because that's pretty fucked up, you know? Like, yeah. I don't care. Like, banning Trump off Twitter, I think, was just so childish. Like, yeah, he is kind of wild and outlandish but it's like dude like this is the president this is twitter like this who cares you know <laughs> like i can't believe we're banning him off twitter and now you, you can't even interview him like that's just some weird some really weird shit and i never thought we'd get to a place in the world where this would be like normal the fact that people are just cool with this being a thing i don't like that that makes sense uh so outside of politics because we got really poli- <laughs> we got <Yeah>. really politics <laughs> there <laughs> so like Hobbies, 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 and hobbies. So I know you said at the start of this podcast you were very like sporty because your father was in the NFL. Like, did you want to play? Was that something you wanted to do growing up? Play NFL like your dad? Or for people that don't know your dad, because I don't know your dad. Yeah, what was your dad's name and what like he what team did he play for and what position and stuff like area of the field did he play yeah. in? So he played for the Buffalo Bills for 10 years. His name is Henry Jones. He played for the Buffalo Bills for 10 years, the Vikings one year, and the Falcons one year. And he played uh, safety. And he was on the team where 
I don't know if you know about American football, but there was a team or there was a time period where his team, the Bills, they went to the Super Bowl, which is like the championship four years in a row. And so he was on that team. And I did think I was going to be in the NFL, too. Um, I played college football for one year, but I didn't really like it. Like it wasn't I didn't wake up every day like, oh, man, I got to go. I can't wait to go to football training. You know what I'm saying? Like looking up videos to get better. Like I really wasn't on that and I didn't. I didn't force it. I was like, you know what? If I if I'm not that passionate, I'm not dying to do it. There's no reason to force myself to do it. So, I didn't end up doing it. But um, in in exchange for that, like I really started to get more involved on campus. This is like I said, I'm during college, mm. and so I took like leadership positions and I joined a fraternity. And so, like I got a lot more social, and I started to kind of pay attention to the world from a different perspective. I was always growing up that jock i'm like yeah things are cool you know i'm good at school i'm good at sports you know what i'm saying i play video games with the homies i never really thought twice about life in general like just how things operate until i stopped playing sports then i started to look around at the world i started to be like all right like how can i get involved get into like a leadership position like take the world by by storm and i started seeing like a lot of inequity a lot of problems that needed to get fixed and i was like damn like when i was getting taught i thought like all the problems were solved. I'm just over here playing football and shit. Like, no, there's actually a lot of work to be done. And it was kind of like, all right, like, now I'm inspired to really do things. You know, like, I think people have to kind of go through a little bit of struggle and see some problems to really feel motivated to start a project that's going to leave an impact. Because I never would have done Scott. I never would have done the podcast if it wasn't for my experience teaching. Going through those challenges and struggles seeing other people struggling, it really, like, does something inside you where you're like, damn, like, I I don't want this to be acceptable. Like, this is unacceptable to me. I'm going to do something to change it. I love the, the quote. It's like, I'll accept the things that I can't change and change the things I can't accept. And so um, I think once I stopped playing sports, it kind of just got me on a different path in life. And I'm I'm still like, you know, I like sports. I like to do it. I don't really watch it as much. Cause I don't be having the time. I'm like, yeah, I'm doing other shit. Like, I'm not worried yeah. about other dudes playing. I, I I miss when I was playing. Like, I still I like to lift weights. I like to go play pick up basketball and, and all that with my friends. Um, I just don't watch it a whole lot. But uh, I still got fantasy football and and whatever. But yeah. yeah. Or would that be someone or basketball NFL would be? Would you try to get any of those players on your podcast, like to have like a specific point of view on their sport and stuff? Oh, I would love to get any athlete on there because, you know, athletes are a lot more than just sports too. So it's like we can talk about sports and then, you know, their real life. I just had a guy on. I'm going to post this probably in the next couple of days. Um, but I had a baseball player on who's trying to get into the major leagues, but he was in the minor leagues. So I had him talk about his experience, which was pretty cool because – you know, he was playing college baseball, didn't get drafted, he was working for like two, three years, and then got back into baseball. So I think it's it's a pretty interesting story. I, I didn't know shit about like minor league baseball and like how any of that works. I was never really into baseball, but just hearing his perspective about it, I'm like, wow, this is like crazy. <laughs> you know, like I didn't know, I never know it was that deep. So yeah, like I, I love sports stories and I love athletes because we all share like that same, like everyone's training, yeah. sacrificing a lot of, just so they can perform for a little bit. Like I definitely feel that. And I, you know, I love athletes. I definitely want to get them on the, more on my podcast for sure. 
Or you mentioned you played pickup basketball. Did you play basketball growing up as well? Outside of like you playing football and stuff. Our middle school team two times undefeated champions. So I had to give a shout out to basketball. Yeah, I played basketball. Um but I wasn't as serious as I was with football. Football was like my sport. Yeah, fair enough. Or like you hmm, trying to think. So your dad played four times in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Did he win ever in it? They lost every single time. Oh, that's so he never he never won. But honestly, he's not that pressed about it. I've never heard him say, "Damn, I wish we won a Super Bowl." Like I've never never heard him say that. Maybe he feels that way in the back of his head, but. I feel like he would say it. He doesn't seem bitter to me. I mean, he's like, I made my money. I'm living a great life. Like, I don't give a shit about the <laughs> championship. But, I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe inside he's hurting. But on the yeah. outside, it looks like he's living a great life. So, I'm I'm happy for him. I mean, I'd, I'm be glad I'd be hurting. I'd be hurting if we went into four um, Super Bowls and we didn't win one. He, he probably was hurting. But, I don't know. Them checks are good. Like, I don't know. I feel like it gets to the point where you're like, eh, whatever. <laughs> or at least, at least now. I mean, he's like fifty years old now. But it, at the time, I'm sure he was sick. Like I'd be pissed off too. Mm. But looking back, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, well, fair enough. That makes sense. So, have you? Because you say you don't watch that many sports, or do you support any NBA teams or NFL teams when you do get the chance to watch it? I don't. I don't think I wouldn't say I'm like a sports fan. Like I'm from Chicago. I'm not a Bears fan. Um, I'm not a Bulls fan, you know. So I support players, but I don't really. I'm not really like a team guy. I'm I'm more of a bandwagon fan. But even then, I'm not bandwagon. I just kind of want. I want this team to beat that team, or I want them to win the Super Bowl. Right. Um, most of us are players. I don't have like a hometown team. Um, yeah, just yeah. Yeah. Well, I uh, I woke up this morning on my Instagram and I posted something. Because Phoenix Suns have picked up this new player that's from Australia, and they mm. liked my story. I was like, "What the fuck?" I woke up and they, really? actually, yeah, they. I went on my Instagram this morning. I got this notification. It said Phoenix Suns like your story. I was like, "Oh, this is a troll, right?" I go on and it's the actual account. I was like, "What?" The hell? I was like, "What?" Because <laughs> I um, I'm a Phoenix Suns fan. I was like, "Oh shit!" I wasn't expecting that because I was like, "Bro, they've got millions of followers, and they just see that." And I was like, "Whoa, that's like." It's just crazy to think people like those big teams can see people like me because they post something about them. That's just cool. Right. That's so cool. Look on the other side of the world. Like, what the hell? That's so nuts. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Manny Morell, shout out. Make sure you like that. So, <laughs> like, that's, that shit is dope. Yeah. Like, yeah, congrats on that. Hey, that, you're in the podcast space. It's only going to go up from there. So, you better get used to it. People reaching out and liking your shit. Bro, I've got to, got to, got to, I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to build it slowly. It's slowly getting there. Right. It's a, it's a process. Everything is a process. It's a grind for sure. Well, what's your audience looking at right now for your show? Um, Like demographics wise? Yeah. Honestly, it's, I think it's, uh, I think it's like 60, 40 men to women. And I think the age group was around like uh like sixteen to twenty-five. And what's your audience size? Because mine's six hundred average. Um yours would be around you yours would be around 10K, wouldn't they? Around yeah, that? I would say 
it, I don't know. It's weird because like I get a lot of views everywhere, but there's no like if you go on my YouTube, it's not like crazy popping. I only have like 130 something subscribers. Um, I would say pro my audience probably around like I would say yeah like a, a thousand, two thousand people that I know or will watch like at least a little bit of or tune in when I post like maybe they'll watch the, the first 20 minutes or whatever. Probably yeah. like a thousand people. Yeah. So yeah, I'm. I think I mean it's it's steadily growing as I post the the clips and the reels on you know YouTube Shorts and uh, IG, but we haven't even been a year of into the podcast, so I'm pretty satisfied with the growth of so far for this being our first year, and uh, I really think it's gonna be like this year. I'm I'm aiming for like I want to hit like 100k IG followers this year, like that's my goal. So. I'm going to be posting like reels every day, like really pushing hard to like increase the production value, like get more eyeballs on it, get better guests. So like, I'm really going to be hitting it hard. And uh, I want people to, if you're tuned in to this right now, it's dope because you get to see like the ground one level of the journey. And then eventually people are going to look back like, damn, like this dude was serious. Like he was really going in on that shit, trying to be like Joe Rogan. So yeah, eventually, you know, one day uh, I'll, It'll be nice to look back. Bailey, you'll probably have a big show too, and we can celebrate and be like, damn, remember when we did this back in 2022? Now look at us. This shit is dope. So yeah, it's the uh, only way up from here. Yeah. All right, actually, that means a lot. That actually means a lot. Having guests, especially like you and stuff, saying how uh, I'm actually doing quite well. And it's like, yeah, it's good to hear and making connections with people like you overseas and stuff. It's really cool to have. Because a lot of people yeah, yeah. nowadays, it's like, oh, you can make connections easy, but it's like you can make connections with them, you can talk to them, but can you actually connect with them outside of like you doing an interview with them and stuff and doing a podcast with them and stuff? Like if you can go that extra level and become like closer with them and then get them become friends with them on a personal level, like that's that's like a good that's like a good thing to have in life. And I think that's that's what you're doing right now, and I'm doing that right now as well with getting the guests on and being able to connect to them outside of the show, being able to message them whenever and like, oh, what's up, bro? Like, how you going and stuff like that. That's pretty cool to have. Hell yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, your network is your net worth. So the more people that you know, the more people that you can contact and say, hey, I had this opportunity or bro, like, are, do you know anybody who can do this? You know what I'm saying? Like, when we get all connected like that, we can just benefit each other so much. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think what you're doing is great. You should definitely like not stop, keep going, and you know, just think about where you'll be like three years from now when you're 21. Like you're already eight, you're 18, started this 19. Like three years from now, it's gonna be in a place that's way more advanced than where you're at now, but you'll still be really young. So it's like yeah. you have so much time to really like keep going and <laughs> for real, like that's pretty exciting. So yeah, like that's definitely my number one thing to do is just keep going. Don't don't quit no matter what. Even if you take a break, like I took probably like a couple of months where I wasn't posting any, anything, wasn't editing it. I was just like, oh, like, do I still want to do this? And I kept, you know, I didn't say anything. Nobody was checking on me. I didn't have no followers at this point. I was like zeroed out probably like around March, April. And that's those are the moments when you're like, all right, am I really going to do this or not? Um, and always come back to it if it's something that you you're really serious about. Yeah, or the you feel them. This is the way I live. Is like you're you're the way the happiest you feel is when you're running away from something you thought you didn't need, but you actually do want. And like mm. that's that's where you have to go up, knowing you're like, oh, 
do I actually want to do this? And then when you stop doing that, you're like, why is there, why does it feel like I'm missing something in my life? And you go back and you're like, this is what I was, this is what I've been missing. Even though those, you may have those hard days and stuff, like for my running and stuff, like I have days where I'm like, I can I actually keep doing this? Like, but like, if I keep doing it, I know that I'll be able to, that's my happiness. Like knowing that I can continue to do that, even though I may not feel like I want to do it. Like it's being able to push through the barriers of, your mental and saying your mental saying you can't do this like you need to go to bed you need to right. get more sleep you're not you're not ready for this like you just got to prove your whole body and mental wrong like you, you this is what you're good at and then you just have to follow it and just see how far that actually goes yeah and honestly like everything's going to be a challenge there's always going to be sacrifices you have to make but you get to choose what you want to sacrifice for so it's like if you know you're going to be Things are going to be hard no matter what. You might as well do the hard things that you actually want to do because at the end of the day, it's like, all right, if, if it's going to be hard to make a podcast or hard to have a nine to five regular job, <laughs> which hard do I want to pick? Or like, what which sacrifices do I want to make? Like, I'll, make, I'll do these ones because I know the reward at the end of the day is going to be higher. Um, life is all about sacrifices. You sacrifice things that you might not want to do to get the things that you definitely do want. It's always going to be like that. No matter what, you're going to have to give a little bit to to take, you know, just with the money. Like, you got to spend something to make some. If you're in your career, you might have to eat shit to get on top of shit, you know? <laughs> Sometimes you're you're going to be the, the guy who's not uh, the man. But eventually, if you keep working and grinding, I do believe you can. I just want people to think, you whatever it is you want in life, you can make it happen. Whether or not you want to sacrifice and make it happen, that's up to you. But it, it's definitely possible. So all you have to do is make up your mind to say, no matter what, I'm getting this. And the universe will try to haze you and beat you up and see, like, do you really want it? Like, how bad do you want it? Like, they really want to see, like, how bad do you want it? Are you, are you willing to wake up every day and do this? Are you willing to lose sleep over this? And if you decide, yes, I am willing to do all those things, shit will work out. And that's what I want people to believe because people say, oh, yeah, you're just saying that, whatever. Like, no, like I have examples of people on my podcast who will say, like, I just kept on showing up every day. It wasn't perfect. It wasn't pretty, but I made it happen. Exactly. Well, this is the final part of the episode. So we're going to be doing the goat talk, all right? We're going to be talking about the greatest of all time for these questions that I've come up with. And we'll both give an answer and see. We'll probably have an argument over this, but you know. But these are the questions that I've selected for both of us to have a chat about and who we think is the best. And then we'll just go from there. So I'll read the questions out to you and then we'll just go back and forth and we'll see what goes from there. All right. So question number one. Great album, like musician, great album you've had. Like, what's your greatest of all time album from your opinion? Um, any any genre? Any genre. Oh man. Uh all right, yeah, this is a hard one. Because like, <laughs> like when it comes to R and B, like one stands out definitely with R and B, and I would say the weekend. I really like his trilogy album. Um. Yeah, I'm a big weekend fan, but when it comes to like rap music, man, there's, there's so many. I, it's hard for me to pick. I would probably have to say, I would say, I think the best rapper. 
I don't even say Biggie or Tupac. I think it's Lil Wayne, to be honest, in my opinion. I really think like Lil, Lil Wayne is just different to me. He's done it for so long. And so if I had to pick one of his projects, I would probably do probably the Carter Five. Or this isn't an album, but I really like No Ceilings. So I don't know if I'm talking way over your head if you know anything about <laughs> what I'm mentioning, but people who know or listen to Lil Wayne or have never listened to it, definitely check it out because uh, I would say that's probably the gold album. But oh, oh. no, I don't know. J. Cole's Forest Hills Drive, like I do like I do like that one too. So it'll probably be J. Cole. Oh, but then Kanye West, like <laughs> no, yeah, I think I think I'm gonna have to go with Kanye, actually. My my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, I think it's probably the gold album. I was going to go with that as well for Kanye West. Nice. (laughs) That, that, or I was going to go for a generation that um, an artist who did pass away a couple of years ago, um, Fighting Demons. Yeah. I know. I feel Mm -hmm. like his music, I feel like his music is quite good and it's relevant to this generation, especially like because of everything that's gone through and stuff. I feel like that, in my opinion, Kanye West and Juice World, like you've got Kanye West who's been in the game for ages. Him and Drake have been back and forth. Like those two are literally above him. Those three and Lil Wayne, they're clear. And then you've got like, I reckon this generation, like you've got Juice World, like you said, The Weeknd, like you've got all these different artists. But for me, it'd probably be Juice World uh, fighting demons. That would be my. Nice. And that's only because of the stuff that's in his songs that would be relevant to the generation that younger generation we're actually able to connect with and stuff and understand compared to like some of the stuff Lil Wayne, Drake, Kanye all sings. It's like they're talking about their life outside, like when they were growing up and stuff. That's what I, that's my opinion though. You could, you could probably disagree with me on this, but. I I, I, I like that. Honestly, I I wasn't expecting you to say Juice World, but I thought that was pretty cool. And I like how we both had Kanye because I don't know why Kanye wasn't the first thing I thought of, but. I do think Lil Wayne's just lyrical talent is just crazy, but yeah. you know he's he's from a different generation. People like your age, like like eight years younger than me, you probably don't remember Lil Wayne like I do because when I was growing up, Lil Wayne was like the guy, you know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next question: Goat movie. Goat movie. Ooh, I think I'm gonna go with Pulp Fiction. I really like Pulp Fiction. I really love Quentin Tarantino. Like I'm just a really big Quentin Tarantino fan. I could watch his movies all day. Like Shawshank Redemption. Uh, oh, that's that's Stephen King. I'm sure. The Shawshank Redemption was a good one. Uh, <laughs> um, the other one though, Django. I really like Django, and I also like that other one, uh, Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, like Quentin Tarantino is my guy, and I would say Pulp Fiction for the movie. I've got two. So I've got Scarface. Scarface. Yeah, amazing. That ends our Step Brothers. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one too. Will Ferrell, hilarious. No, Step Brothers is a great one. That's a really good one. They're the two odd picks. You got Scarface, who's like, that's like a sick movie in general. That movie is so cool. And then Step Brothers is just so entertaining. It's just like a different side of, like, Will Ferrell is just entertaining as hell. It's like funny watching him do all his movies. It's like, you've got so many different movies, Will Ferrell has done that was entertaining that's just they're my two and like your two are really good as well i've heard of pop fiction before i haven't watched it before but i've heard that's a good movie yeah you gotta check it out for sure yeah that's a great one all right next one 
goat vaccination, uh, goat vacation spot. Oh my god, I almost had my <laughs> goat vacation. Um, does that have to be somewhere I've been before, or it could be somewhere I haven't been? Somewhere you haven't been. Hmm, I would say. Honestly, like, I feel like going to Dubai is like one of those things where you're like, yeah, I'm doing it big. Like, this is some exotic shit. Like, I think that's probably the GOAT destination where, where you're just like, yeah, like, I'm in a Lamborghini with the sheik yeah. or the prince. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really support all their, uh, you know, the rules they make. But, hey, I can go over there and have a good time for vacation. So, yeah, yeah I'll go to Dubai. I was going to go to Dubai because it's like, it, I reckon it'd be a cool experience to experience the life that they have, especially like, have you seen the, the police cars they drive around in? Like, what the hell? Yeah, they're driving around in like Ferraris and shit. Yeah, I'm like, what? It's crazy. Yeah, uh, I definitely want to experience that, just driving foreign cars with some dudes who have like, you know, millions of dollars from oil money. Like, <laughs> it just seems, yeah, it's just, that it just seems crazy. I can't imagine what it's like over there. Yeah. Next one, this will be very controversial. Um, goat sport person, definitely Michael Jordan. I would say Michael Jordan. Um, if I had to pick another one, I would say Tiger Woods, and then Serena Williams up there too. And then I guess if I had to say football, it'd definitely be Tom Brady. But Michael Jordan's probably just my number one guy. I've never seen a motherfucker just dominate and <laughs> and just be that good and that like dead ass serious about what he's doing. Um, so I definitely would have to go with Mike. His work ethic, talent, yeah. is crazy. I was going to go Mike and then Kobe. The only reason I'd say Kobe after Mike is mainly because of his mentality that he had over every other player. And some of his interviews that he's had, he was like, my whole purpose of playing the game was to try and make the defender not want to play basketball. I would torment him. I would annoy mm -hmm. him every game, whoever I was playing on. I would make sure they didn't have a great game whether that be through making them foul him, pushing him around, talking shit. Like, he'd make them not want to play. And that's like, I reckon that'd be so cool. And then Michael Jordan, everyone knows about Michael Jordan because of how big of an impact he had on basketball, especially. Like, that's when you say, when you think of NBA, he's the first person that comes to mind. Like, Michael Jordan's like, oh, everyone knows of Michael Jordan. They may not know, they may not know who he is, especially like exactly like in basketball, like what team he played for and stuff. But he, that name just comes straight to your head as soon as you say NBA. Yeah, and I think Kobe is cool because it's like Michael Jordan. But if Michael Jordan was likable as a person, because Michael Jordan, <laughs> Michael Jordan's also kind of a dickhead, like off the court. <laughs> so it's cool to have Kobe, who's more of like a. He's nice off the court, but on the court, he's like the worst person ever. But after outside, it's like, oh, Kobe, like everybody loves you. You know, he's a good guy. But, yeah, that competitive mentality that he had was, you know, is, is everything. I think that's what him and Mike share was that, like, just relentless competition. Like, there's, like I don't give a, I don't care who you are. You're going to lose to me, and I'm going to make you feel bad. <laughs> that's how good I am. Yeah, that's really good. Well, that's all the questions I have for you right now. Um, I really appreciate you coming on, and I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Um, thanks again for coming on, and I know it was really early over where you are. Um, but I really hope you enjoyed the episode and yeah, so do the honors of outshowing the podcast and stuff by saying thank you for listening, guys. Go and check your podcast out, like just shout yourself out. But yeah, we just like to do the honors of outshowing it.
Nice. Yeah. Well, thanks, Bailey. I really appreciate you reaching out. You know, I love connecting with young people, especially people outside the country. Like, this is dope. So we'll have to link up for sure um, in the future. But yeah, everybody follow me on IG at scut.smoke. That's S-K-U-T period smoke, S-M-O-K-E. Check out the, the podcast. That's Smokey Mirror Podcast. So Smokey, S-M-O-K-E-Y, Mirror, M-I-R-R-O-R podcast. We're on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, and also on YouTube. My YouTube channel is just Smoky Mirror. If you type in Smoky Mirror Podcast, you'll see it. And um, yeah, stay tuned for more because it's going to be going up. I'm going to have a lot of the great guests on. I'm going to have more production value. Everything is going to be going up. So be sure to stay tuned. And also check out our website, www.scut.shop. We have some clothes on there. Um, and yeah, thanks again, Bailey, for the platform. I'm looking forward to connecting in the future. Thank you again for coming on, guys. And yeah, see you guys in the next one. All right.